Robbie, let me ask you a question. Yes. If you were a business owner, mm -hmm. you owned a business. Yes. And that business did not do well. Yes. In fact, it did poorly mm -hmm. and went out of business. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't the first thing you did after shuttering your doors, wouldn't you rip the sign down either outside the business or on the walls of said business? Wouldn't you want to have zero evidence that your failure was there uh, as soon as you failed. That makes sense. Yes, I, this is what bothers me. Yeah, I don't. Apparently, the people at the old country buffet are not <laughs> nearly as worried about that as I am. Because every time I go to Gring's Mill uh, to run, I drive past the old country buffet and the sign, or what used to be the old country buffet, and the sign remains on the outside of the old country buffet, which closed. Uh, like uh, quietly in the middle of the night mm -hmm. one day, it just closed down and uh, fat people all over the county were just <laughs> weeping that they had no place to go for their prime rib on a Thursday night. But uh, like I would, if I owned that old country buffet and if I was the, uh, just, like, not just the franchisee or there, if I was the person who like owned the conglomerate that is the old country buffet, like I would write down a mandate that says, if you go out of business, take down the sign that says you failed with our franchise name maybe there's still people finishing up the food that could be it <laughs> they're still there maybe they're still in there it's an endless buffet yeah it just never stops yeah that's where jeff fox really goes when he wants to cry himself to sleep when he can't Best buffet uh, in the usa yeah old uh, country buffet no that's the golden corral but, oh okay uh, yeah that's what i'm saying jeff Foxworthy. he does the golden difference. corral i okay. think so really i've been to both and the golden corral still going strong is much better you know, than the OCB. I was going to say we haven't been, but we have been there. They have the whole cotton candy machine. Leah just parks a seat up there and doesn't eat dinner. And she they just, have a lot of stuff there. And she just goes there, the whole chocolate fountain thing. Yeah. Now, the problem with those buffets is they never live up to the uh, hype of the buffet commercial. I know, the commercial looks awesome. Yeah, like Jeff Fox, he's in the, the, uh, Jeff Foxworthy's in there doing the whole, he might be a redneck thing, there's fireworks going mm -hmm. off, there's yeah. beautiful people walking around, yeah. the uh, absolutely perfect... Um, this frozen yogurt machine, the soft mm -hmm. ice cream machine, it just comes out perfectly. Yep. And the person operating it knows how to just twirl it slightly so the code can get higher and higher and never fall over. Meanwhile, you go there and it comes out at 3 million miles an hour. Mm -hmm. You can't keep up. You're spinning. It ends up on your hand. You got to just lay underneath it with your mouth open. And That's the reality the is there's, there's ugly people there. There's yes. no fireworks. No. And the food looks like crap. Yes. I mean, that's the reality. Of any buffet, really. But, Except the uh, Amish people. But we still... Oh, yeah. The Shady Maple. The Shady Maple. Oh. oh the bacon. The Shady Maple. The pile of bacon. Oh, I'm just getting hungry. Good thing we have uh, snacks to yes. do. And mm -hmm. we've got uh, drinks. This is 222 with Mike and Robbie. That's two guys... Two drinks, two snacks, and uh, we've got snacks, we've got drinks, and the drinks today are non-beer drinks, non-alcoholic. That mm -hmm. doesn't mean we're not drinking beer. No. It just means we are not sampling beer as a part of the show. Drinking beer is just silly. It's just Drink, not, not drinking, drinking beer, beer is just, just silly. silly. Yeah. yeah. But we're going to keep doing that. Yeah. So lots to get into today. I have some questions for everybody, uh, mostly Robbie, and uh, we'll uh, dive into all that starting right now. Welcome back. You 
didn't go anywhere. We didn't go anywhere. Not sure why I said that. But this is the 222 Podcast with Mike and Robbie. He's Robbie. I'm Mac. Two. <laughs> it's been one of those weeks, folks. I'm Mike. Two guys. Two drinks. Two snacks. We'll get to the uh, drinks and the snacks coming up in just a bit. We're the two guys. Uh, this is episode seven. Mike and Robbie.podbean.com. And uh, Robbie, what is our uh, social media site since you are the social media director here on the program? At Mike and Robbie on the Twitter. On the tweet box, and yes. Facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie. And why do you know that? Because we just went over that before the show. <laughs> what did you think it was before I the show? No, I didn't have no idea. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the social media master and I have no idea. He, uh, he said it confidently, though, earlier. He's yes. like, yeah, they can go to Mike and Robbie.facebook.com. No, they can't. That won't be anything. <laughs> that won't work. That won't work. That'll be like you have no internet. No. Yeah. See, this is why everything is saved for me, because I don't know passwords. You know, it all has to be saved. Yes. I, I know nothing. Speaking of passwords, mm-hmm. we did the whole uh, Pokemon Go thing on Sunday night with my daughter. Okay. And she, uh, by the way, adored it. So we are, uh, in theory, we're all in in the Pokemon Go. Neat. We played it once, and she, she loved it. It's it's addicting to little kids, I yeah. think. You and walk it, in, and that stuff pops up. And yeah, throw the, the ball phone vibrates, yeah. and she goes, stop. Yep. And she's trying to catch him, and she goes, yes, every time she catches one. It's adorable. Now when you're 48. Yes. And you're, I'm not that old yet. And you're saying, stop. Hammer time. And you're throwing Pokeballs on yes. the side of the road. That's a problem. That might be a problem. And spending but 1200 bucks a week. The other night, we uh, were going out to dinner, her and I, because uh, Julie had a girls' night with her sisters down in King of Prussia. And uh, we were going to go have, uh, it was rainy, so we were going to go have dinner, the two of us, at Chick-fil-A at the Berkshire Mall. And then we were going to go uh, kind of cruise around the mall and see if there were any Pokemon mm. hanging out in the mall. So as we're eating our Chick-fil-A, I'm trying to sign in on the Pokemon, and I forget the password. Mm. Now, she is all fired up. This is all she's been talking about <laughs> since 3 o'clock in the afternoon. She's is ready. She wants to catch the... She's shoveling in French fries. Waffle fries are going down her throat as fast as they possibly can because she all she cares about is getting the food done mm-hmm. and then going to catch the Pokemon. And now I'm trying to sign in, and apparently the Pokemon traffic was so high on Thursday night oh. that they were having website and server issues, okay. and I forgot my password. Oh. First, it wouldn't sign in, so I had to reinstall the app. So then I couldn't forgot. I forgot her password, her username. I didn't know anything. We just mm-hmm. set it up Sunday night. I didn't write it down. We were at the park when we did it. I was completely unprepared for the <laughs> sign in to the Pokemon. So I do the uh, thing that every account has. It's the uh, forgot your yep. username. You click on it. First time I tried it. Haven't opened this app. Haven't thought about this app in four days. First time I tried it, it says, you've attempted to retrieve your username too many times. You're locked out. <laughs> Check back in 15 minutes. And that doesn't go well with a little kid. No, and they're trying to explain that, that, that there's a technical issue. Yeah. She thinks everything is a, is a, is a controversy, mm-hmm. and there's people planning against her. She's like, you just don't want to play Pokemon with me. <laughs> I'm like, really? I want to. I don't, but I want to because you want to. Yeah. And now technology has screwed me again. See, that's the thing. It technology either helps loves us, yes, or it hates us. And when it hates us, the world comes crashing down. It hits hard. It it does. It really does. And it's it sucks. For most responsible adults, it's uh, losing uh, your uh, bank 
password or username. It's losing uh, maybe the code to your cell phone. But for me, it's being unable to yeah. sign into Pokemon because my daughter really wants to play. And for some reason, uh, technology, Nintendo, and the rest of the uh, crew over there in Japan have decided <laughs> that I cannot go in there. Yeah, and you know, isn't it funny when you're always trying to rush or there's something on the line, then that's when it stops working. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you're sitting at home in your underwear watching TV and you want to sign into Facebook to see and you know stalk people, it's yeah. like, oh, it's, it's working. That's when Netflix works, by yeah. the way. If, oh, you, yeah. if you and your wife have decided that tonight's the night you're going to sit down and wrap up Orange is the New Black, mm -hmm. then it doesn't work. Nope. Because you only got an hour before bedtime, mm -hmm. so now you got to mess with it for an hour. Yep. yep. Technology, while it's fantastic, it also is uh, one of the worst things. We say that all the time. Like, it's great. And it's also it's a pain. It's a pain in the ass. Uh, lots of things uh, to discuss today. There has been a, a prank, and I talked about this today on the radio show. And I don't care. We're we're crossing the streams because this is such a fantastic prank, and I don't think you've seen it yet. If okay. have you been to my Facebook page today? I haven't actually. Well, then this is on my Facebook page. We'll share it on the uh, Facebook page of Mike and Robbie, which Robbie is. Facebook.com slash Mike and Rob. That's right. I almost forgot it again. You almost forgot it. And you'll be able to see the pictures from this prank up there uh, after the program. Uh, after you listen to this, you can check this out. This is genius. So we'll get to that coming up in just a second. But uh, I want to ask you a question. Sure. Have you seen the show on CBS? It's new for the summer. It's called Brain Dead. Have you see the, seen this show? No. The premise of the show is... Uh, it takes place in Washington, D.C., around the government, okay? Okay. And the inner workings of the government, the kind of behind-the-scenes thing. The title things. makes sense, Brain Dead. Brain Dead. Uh, and what comes down from the sky but a meteorite. Mm. And inside the meteorite are these space bugs. Okay. All right? <laughs> these space bugs come out of the meteorite, and they start crawling in to people's brains. And taking over the human beings who work in the U.S. government. And you're not messing with me. This and is a show. This is a show. It's super quirky. Wow. It's tongue-in-cheek. It doesn't take itself seriously. Oh, okay. It is a very entertaining... I don't want to say good. <laughs> it's a very entertaining show. And it's got some stars in that you've definitely heard of before. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She plays the main girl. Uh, she was in that um, uh, Cloverfield Lane movie with oh, John okay, Goodman, the okay. bunker movie, uh -huh, uh -huh. where I like to imagine that while they were in the bunker, all they did was watch episodes of Roseanne over and over again <laughs> yes, on a loop. That's what, this is exactly what, that's what I like to imagine. <laughs> uh, and uh, Tony Schlaub or Shalhoub or however the hell you say his name uh, from Monk. Okay. That fella's in it. Okay. There's also a guy named Danny Pino in it. You uh, don't know his name, but if you saw his devilishly handsome face, All right. you would recognize him in a second. It's on CBS. It's a very quirky, funny show. But anytime you see a movie or a show that has bugs either A, crawling on people, or B, crawling into people's orifices... Uh. It makes you get the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, I don't like bugs. You get the crawlies. You yeah. start feeling like bugs are crawling on you. Get you get itchy. You get itchy. Yeah. Every time like uh, a hair moves or a or a shoelace brushes against your shin. It's you obviously a bug. You think the alien yep. bugs have come to take over my brain. Mm -hmm. And this uh, show is very, again, very quirky. The bugs get in there and they actually push out to the brain and the brain comes flying out to people's <laughs> ears. I highly like. It sounds ridiculous. I'm gonna have to DVR it. it it's uh, it's on demand because <laughs> okay. it's uh, about seven eight episodes in. Okay, excellent. I mean, again, 
excellently entertaining. Yeah. It's not going to win any awards. We're not talking about Breaking Bad here or Game of Thrones. That's what's fun, though, about yes. that kind of show. It's just that show with uh, on TBS with the, the plane wreck. I haven't seen that yet. I watched a couple of episodes of that, and that was funny because they don't take themselves too seriously, kind of like this show seems. It's a parody of Lost. Exactly, and it, it, it's funny. I mean, it's it, it seems funny. So I, mean, I like that stuff. Anything that's going to take me away from the real world yes. for 30 oh, minutes. Oh, definitely. This is an hour. Sign, oh, an hour? Oh, yeah. Sign me up. It's definitely right in that dramedy. I enjoy it a lot. Plus that Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Easy on the eyes, yeah. so it's not bad to look at. I don't have to hear about a convention for 10 minutes. Oh, it's great, isn't it? Sign me up. It's it's how I want politics to be. Yes. I want bugs running the country that at this be, point. That would be awesome. But you get the heebie-jeebies, the crawly-wallies, you get the buggy-wuggies crawling all over you, and it's just kind of, at times, it can weird you out. Now, we are a good five, six, I don't know, maybe seven episodes in, I can't keep track, so the effect of watching bugs crawl into people's ears uh, has kind of worn off. Okay. But the other day, I was playing in a golf tournament. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> and I'm sitting at uh, the picnic table following the golf tournament. They had a little bit of a luncheon afterwards. We got some food and stuff, and then they're going to do the awards. And I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, on my inner thigh, in my left leg, I feel a crawly wally. Oh. And I'm like, this can't, this is, I, I'm going to check it. So I, I go like digging up in there. Yeah. I can't find anything. Okay. So I'm like, it must just be my imagination. Maybe I pivoted weird yeah. and something like my underwear shifted because uh-huh. I wear the box of briefs. Okay. You're welcome, ladies. Oh. And uh, maybe that shifted. I don't know what the deal is. So I just go back to what I was doing. Three minutes later, there's activity in my underwears. Like up in my inner thighs, like something's just running circles. It's so tr- I start trying to get in there. It's crawling in there. I start grabbing and pulling and yanking, and this isn't a group of people. <laughs> and I'm just wiggling. My hands are down, up my pant leg, and I finally pull out one of those little creepy crawly pincher bugs. Oh, in your in oh, my underwear in that area in the man area. Holy crap! Yes. See, I don't like that. Freaks no, me. Now I'm getting itchy right now. Now they don't pinch. No. But they're creepy. They look mean. Oh. They look like an alien bug would yeah, look like if like they were that. coming to invest and invade this country. Not invest in it, but invade this country yeah. and planet. This is what they would look like. And it was up in my pants. Oh. Now, I thought that was bad. That is horrible. It's You think it's bad, right? Yeah, I think it's really bad. Then I was talking to a friend of mine. Okay. A guy I know. Oh, no. They were working out. They oh. were riding their bike over at the park. The same flipping park that i go to on a regular basis grings mill i don't like this this person comes home they take off their athletic wear they get in the shower in the shower all of a sudden as they're washing the crack area okay a beetle falls out (laughs) falls out falls out what was a beetle doing in there uh looking for a warm place to snuggle up that's horrible see now i don't want to go outside ever again how does a beetle not only Crawl up. This person's shirt was untucked. Crawled up the shirt. Then made a Yui. Down. Went down in the pants. Didn't just get through the elastic waistband of the gym shorts, but also got through the elastic waistband of the men's underwear. And he didn't feel that? He didn't feel it. That's horrible. He's not dead from the waist down. He looks like he walks around just fine. I I may not go outside anymore. How did it get in there? That's horrible. That's a heat-seeking beetle. That's disgusting. It's very disturbing. It's horrible. Because let me tell you what. I, I Listen, I ate eight hot dogs in six minutes, so I earned my man card. Yes. I hate bugs. I don't like bugs. I hate no, bugs. No, bugs don't bother me. Here's what I don't I don't like snakes. Yeah, I don't like those reptile things. Yeah, I don't do snakes 
or sharks or any of that stuff. Bugs, I am the the only manly thing I do here at uh, my house. We are in my basement right now, down in the basement studios of uh, the uh, uh, Mike and Robbie Central. Uh, we're down here uh, hosting the show. The only thing I do manly upstairs is I kill bugs. Mm. Other than that, I'm pretty useless in this household. I don't mind killing them. I just don't like when, like you, like that whole. <laughs> yeah. And then I think about it when I'm in bed. Like, okay, if they're outside, are they getting in? Are they crawling on me in my mouth when I'm sleeping? And, yeah. Uh, uh, by the way, there is never uh, a person I want to punch in the mouth more than someone who tells you, "Well, oh, you have no idea how many bugs crawl into your mouth every night while you're sleeping." <laughs> yeah, that doesn't help. <laughs> that makes it worse. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, you know, uh, the average human being eats seventeen thousand pounds of bugs per year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't. Yeah. I don't care. I don't want them in there. You know why you're so cool with that fact? Because you haven't been running through Gring's Mill, and a bug hasn't thrown down your flown down your throat. Yeah, there's not a beetle in your ass. Yeah, when that happens, <laughs> you're stop being cool. With the fact, or just the the innocuous fact, that you think you eat this many bugs while you were sleeping. Well, we were just playing. We were at that park over in Muhlenberg and playing golf, uh, disc, disc golf. golf. And I just, I did, it, you're, when you, your disc goes in the woods and yeah. you're crawling in there and then you think something's crawling on you, but it's yeah. leaves. And see what I'm saying? I don't like it. I don't like it. Plus, you know, you hear about ticks. Oh, yeah. And some guy, you think Lyme disease is bad. I know a guy who got uh, some uh, terrible disease, like near-death stuff. From a tick bite, it yeah. was it was like they like compare it to malaria. And then there's that Zeke thing going on. And yeah, Doctor Zeke. Yeah, I don't need. He's all got that. an island where he makes all those animals. <laughs> yes, that's, that's what you're talking about. No, that Marlon Brando played him in that movie. Yeah, not that one. No, no, that's a disease. That's a disease. Yeah. Oh, well, the Zika. Zeke. <laughs> you calling it Zeke? I don't know. Whatever. Sounds like a ride at Disney World. Yeah. What do you guys want to get on? I'm gonna get on the Zeke. Come on, kids, get on Zeke. Get on the Zeke. Uncle Zeke. But uh, check out Brain Dead. But, yeah, uh, but keep bugs away from your general region. Yeah, from the general area there. That's just like, have you ever uh, encountered a bug in a place you didn't want a bug? Yeah, I had one of those pinchers in my ear. One, like in your ear. Yeah, because I I was doing something outside, like trim, you know, bushes or something. Yes. I felt something crawling, and it was one of those. When we when we first bought the house years ago, you felt like, a creepy crawler in my ear. You hear about? And I uh, freaked out. All these stories. And it comes up. It's like uh, you know, you know the shows. I didn't know I was pregnant. You know those yeah. shows. Mm-hmm. It's like those medical shows, but it isn't. I didn't know I was pregnant. It's I didn't know a bug had had <laughs> climbed in my ear and laid eggs. Yeah, like you hear about that, and all of a sudden, uh, you know, somebody all they hear like a. Mm-hmm. And they hear it, it's like very faint. Mm-hmm. It's like way off in the distance. They keep going to the doctor. The doctor's like, there's nothing wrong with you. Yeah. Maybe you're mental, but there's nothing physically wrong with you. Then all of a sudden, you go to another doctor and they get some weird piece of medical equipment and they see like a bug's nest in this person's ear. And then they go in with like a tweezers yeah, and, pull it and they pull it out. Yeah. You ever see those videos? Yeah. Oh, my or the one that's God. like, oh, we, I thought that was an ingrown hair and you squeeze it and like a million baby spiders come out of oh. it. Oh. Can you imagine? No, I can't. I would. That would. Uh, uh, that would be the end. Like I would never be able to look at myself in the mirror again. I need a shower. This is just. I mean, that's. I'm itchy. <laughs> then I'm itchy. Maybe you shouldn't go home and watch Brain Dead tonight. Mm, no, not tonight. Not tonight. Tonight may never be a good night for Brain Dead. But it is a very funny and a quirky show, and it's a good summer show because it's not. Yeah. You're not tied down to a lot of shows mm-hmm. this time of year. It's a very good summer show to dive into. Sounds good. I'm with the DVR. Check yeah, it out. Check it out. Go on on, on the demands yeah. and check out Brain Dead on CBS. And if you check it out, uh, let me know what you think if you're watching it out there in yeah. podcast land. Uh, shoot us an email. Robbie, what's our email? 
222MNR at gmail.com. Yeah. I had to think about it. <laughs> well, well played, sir. <laughs> well played. We got to get an update from you because last time we spoke, and it has been about nine days since we've done a show, but last time we spoke, you were in the midst of uh, building a deck with your aunt and uncle. Yes. And uh, have you completed the deck? It's completed. Now, have human beings stood on top of said decks? Under and on top. So it's it's structurally it's, sound. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Yeah, and he has an enclosed with doors. So it's like a deck, and then it's like a little outside part, and an inside part, and it's underneath. It's great. And how much of these structural... Uh, integrity were you responsible for none none <laughs> so that's how you know it's good yeah. i was just the brute force just screwing nails in holding stuff i had no measurements there because that because it won't stay up if i had anything to do with it now you worked very hard on this yes. you put a lot of time in on this yes. uh, deck mm -hmm. and uh, did you get to go and enjoy it on like its maiden voyage no not really did they break a bottle and no. christen it no there my, was is there going to be a, a shindig on said deck no my aunt came home because she's retired, and my uncle still owns his own business, and she said, okay, on to the next project. Oh. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I mean, he has drug his feet, my uncle, about 20 years on this. So, you know, it's time to move on and, and, and do some honey-do lists, are, are things, they, I guess. Are they project people? He, uh... They're project. He's a project person, but doesn't finish them. Okay. So he's a project starter. Yes. And then she kind of, for 20 years, I mean, I said, you don't have 20 years left. <laughs> So you need to get the stuff done now. I mean, you've delayed 20 years. You don't got much. You're 70 and 71. Oh, geez. It's time to finish your projects. See, I'm not a project person now, and I'll be uh, I'll be 38 in less than two weeks. Uh, and I'm if I if I'm not a project person by now, I am never ever going to be a project person. That's why, and I like to say this, even as, as much as my wife may dislike it, this is why we rent yeah. because neither of us are handy. Neither of us are project people. If something ever would break in my house, I'd have to call my father like a five-year-old <laughs> whose chain just popped off his bike. I'll tell you, we own a home, and I, you know, for almost three years now, and it's just, it, it's a pain. I mean, you know, because we put a pool in, uh -huh. and then it's laying the rocks I know, down. by the way, Julie was listening to this program, and mm -hmm. uh, she heard that you have a pool, and she is so jealous it's not even funny. Well, come on over whenever you want. Just come on over and I jump in. Just, we don't have to even be there. I don't care. <laughs> hop the fence and yeah, get in the pool. Yeah, hop the fence. But it's, I mean, it's constantly something because we had a hot tub where the pool was. So my brother and I moved the hot tub to put oh. the pool in. Now the hot tub's there and I got to run wire and it's just such a, ugh, yeah. It, I, look, it, it's, it's always something. It's not. Always. I'm going to say this. It's not that I'm lazy. Mm-hmm. It's just that I'm really close to lazy. Like yeah. it, I'm as close to lazy as you can get and still be employed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I know I want to. I go to work every day. I do my job. Uh, I prep for my job each and every day. I do extra work at home each and every day. Mm -hmm. But that's about as much as I can really muster. And it's always something. I mean, seriously. I mean, I know I'm repeating myself, but it is. You turn around. It's like, okay, now I got to paint the trim. Okay, now we put the floors in. Now we do this, and it's always a follow up to the project. Yeah, the projects never end when you want to. No, have. because it's a project, and it's a follow up. And yeah. Then, oh, now you messed that project up because now you got to go backwards and follow up to the follow up. Oh God. It just never ends. You know, and they, everyone says, you know, oh, you have to own a home because it's equity. And what the hell is equity? 
I mean, I, you know, I don't. I hear you hear equity all the time. What the hell is it? It's not doing anything for me. What's equity done for me lately? They don't even know. Exactly. At this point, they don't even. It's all know. made up. Hey, the uh, new uh, Jason Bourne movie came out, and uh, I know I, I. Unfortunately, last time you were here, I forgot to give you the uh, Jason Bourne movies, but mm-hmm. I know you were able to get your hands on them. And yes. as of Wednesday night, and we'll get into Wednesday night. You and I had a little mandate on Wednesday mm-hmm. night. Uh, on Wednesday night, I asked you uh, if you had uh, gotten them, and I was apologizing. You said yes, you got them from our buddy. Joe, who was here mm-hmm. for the hot dog eating contest. Yep. So Joe. you started the first one. You got about ten minutes in, uh, and you fell asleep. I did. And have you were able? Have you been able to restart and dive into the Bourne movie? Yes, I watched the first two. All right. And if you had to, let's let's go to the first one. Mm-hmm. The first movie, which I think is just called the Bourne Identity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you had to give that a, a rating, a scale of we we do one to five with our yep. snacks, so let's stick with that. Uh, if you had to do a one to five, what would you give the very first Jason Bourne movie, the Bourne Identity? Almost a four. Almost a four out of five, which is very good. Because, but the beginning was a little slow. They have to set things up, like yeah. they find him in the uh, in the water. The guy they fish him out and everything. Yeah. Now I would probably still give it a four because the the action scene, the one scene where he is, there's another assassin after him in the field. Yes. And he's with the shotgun, the old school shotgun. And yeah. He, that scene just blew my mind. It was so good, so simple, but so good, you know, and. And the chase scene oh, in the European city, the yes. car scene with the tiny little cars. Yep. Uh, so the, the the action made up for it, and he's clever, and he doesn't. You know, it just it was very good. Yeah, very good. The second one, the Born Supremacy. The first one came out in two thousand two. Born Supremacy two thousand four. Second one was much better than the first one. If one of like, these sequels, uh, very and it's very yes. few and far between, where the sequel improves. I would say four on the and original. a quarter. Four and a quarter. Four and a quarter. They're all excellent. They were, and I called. I mean, it's no spoiler alerts, people. It's been out for like 20 years. It's been out for uh, literally 12 years. Yeah, so when she died in the beginning, well, first of all, I didn't Mm -hmm. know it was his girlfriend or wife or whatever she happens to be. I'm not sure really. His significant other. Yes. I didn't think it was the same actress. His lover. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think it was the same lady, the same actress. Fomke Johnson or whatever the girl is. Yeah, she looked a little different, but I called she was going to die because everything was so happy and on. (laughs) Yeah. And so happy. And then she got shot and the car went over. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. And I dig the whole. Now, from what people have told me, there's more of this, but when. You know, he's, he's like looking for that uh, Julia Stiles. Yes. And he, you know, and she's like, well, what if I can't find her? And he's like, well, she's right behind you. I know. He's I'm like, so oh, good. that's so great. He's and so then, good. And then he did at the end again, you know, he's like, you look tired. You look tired. You know, that's like, and I heard there's more of that in the third one. So it was great. The so, Born Ultimatum, which yes. uh, came out in 2007. Now, this new one is not getting the best of reviews, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, movie reviewer that we play uh, each and every Friday on uh, the morning show, uh, he gave it two and a half out wow. of five, which I was, I, I, I think I said that he shanked me coming out of the bathroom. Yeah, it cut that's me so horrible. Deep. But Jason Bourne, again, there's been three of them uh, before this new one, which is the fourth, which just came out in theaters today. And uh, there was a long time in between. We're from 2007 to all the way up to now, 2016, without a Jason Bourne movie featuring Matt Damon. So Matt Damon decided that he needed to kind of bring it all full circle. So he wrapped up and brought everybody up to speed on the first three Jason Bourne movies in 90 seconds. Okay, you want to know what you need to know before heading to see Jason Bourne? Here goes. 
The whole thing starts with me floating in the Mediterranean, shot up with no memory. But there's a bank code in my hip, and boom, I'm in Zurich pulling spy stuff out of a safety deposit box. The bad guys at this secret government project called Treadstone know I'm alive now, so I pay a German girl named Marie 20 grand to drive me to Paris, where I beat up an assassin with a pen. Then he jumps out the window. That's on him. You all saw it. After an awesome car chase, we drive to the French countryside, I blast Clive Owen with a shotgun, then use his phone to tell Chris Cooper that I quit. But he's not having it, so I have to go back to Paris, get in the shootout, jump down a stairwell, and loop away. Brian Cox has Chris Cooper killed, and I wind up at a beachfront scooter shop with Marie. Happily ever after. Only then, two years later, we're hiding out in India when this Russian dickhead frames me for murder and kills Marie. I'm super pissed. I make my way up to Berlin via Naples and Munich to tell Joan Allen that I'm innocent. I do, however, remember killing a Russian politician back in my Treadstone days, but I get Brian Cox to confess to being behind it. Wicked clever. I run over to Moscow to tell the daughter of the politician I killed her parents just after getting revenge on the dude who murdered Marie, because Bourne doesn't forget. But it turns out Treadstone is nothing compared to Blackbriar. I go from London to Madrid to meet a CIA informant, but he's already hauled ass to Tangier and is blown up. I choke the assassin in another epic close quarters fistfight, then go to New York to blow the lid off Blackbriar. After stealing files, I confront Albert Finney, give Joan Allen the Blackbriar dirt, and leap off a roof into the river where I'm left for dead. Phew, that ought to do it. Now you're ready to see Jason Bourne in theaters July 20th. There you go. If you haven't seen the first three Bourne movies, you're not ready to go see Jason Bourne. How cool is he? Matt Damon, there's a couple actors, and basically the entire cast of Ocean's Eleven yeah. I want to chill with. But I also, and I've always been, and I think we've talked about this before, I've always been pro-Ben Affleck. Yeah. So the two of them, like they just seem like they'd be a lot of fun to chill mm-hmm. with at a bar, drinking a couple beers. And if you ever want to see... You don't get a lot of this anymore. The two of them together watch uh, Project Greenlight. They did it on HBO again. It was an old show where they uh, fund independent movie makers, and one of them wins a prize, gets to make their movie on HBO. But the uh, newest season, unfortunately, it wasn't renewed for a fifth, but another network might pick it up. But the uh, newest season when those two are interacting and is very cool. I saw the whole thing where he was um – Matt Damon was on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. I think it just happened last yes. night. Oh my! I, I watched it before I came over here. It was hilarious. And and, and then Jimmy Fallon was you know was talking because the whole gag is he doesn't let him on the show. Yes. They hate each other. Yes. And then you know he mentioned on Jimmy Fallon, Matt Damon was like, "Well, you know how to do. You called me once and I showed up, and you know how to do late night." <laughs> and then because right, Jimmy Fallon's like, "Yeah, I don't know how to do late night." dick or something like that it was just I mean, the, the whole rival r- rivalry is awesome and especially like jimmy fallon and kimmel can actually coexist in the late night world yeah and cole bears the same way they yeah, all kind of have some fun with each cool. other i mean i like that i mean yeah. that's the way it should be but so. i do like uh jason Bourne. i'm looking forward to seeing this new one even if it got a bad review uh and i want to check it out and by the way born ultimatum I think it's on par with the second one. There's okay. some great, great scenes. And there's one scene where he jumps from one building to another through the window that I believe when I watched it the first time, I nearly jumped up out of my seat in the theater. It <laughs> yeah, is the, so very good. I'll check that one out tonight. It may be ready for a soon uh, date night for the... Uh yeah, two, let me know. 222. Yeah, 222 folks. date night. We had a date night on Wednesday. We went to the uh, Fight and Phil's game. It was Hall of Fame night over at the Fight and Phil's. Got to see Pat Burrell mm-hmm. go into the Hall of Fame. I got lucky to have a, a very good seat yes. for the uh, Pat Burrell Hall of Fame induction. And I got my Pat Burrell Golden Head bobblehead. I also have my Philadelphia Fanatic Star Wars bobblehead. So mm-hmm. I've added a bunch of uh, very good, uh, very cool items to my collection. I have a lot of uh, BS here, memorabilia from different games. And I picked something up. Uh, at the mall the other night at a card store because it was super cheap and I loved it. And I've taken some flack from other people about it. So Mm. I want to know if this is fun 
or it's stupid. Okay. All right. Like fun, cool. I want to have it. It's worth three bucks. Yeah, or this is dumb bucks. and it doesn't look like anything. I'm a huge uh, Game of Thrones fan. Mm-hmm. Julie and I love to watch Game of Thrones, and I love Tyrion Lannister. Mm-hmm. I love Peter Dinklage. I want to. I want to be friends with him. <laughs> I want to yes. carry him around in my pocket. I want to be with Peter Dinklage mm-hmm. at all times. And they had a uh, Peter Dinklage pop vinyl. Are you familiar with these pop I, vinyls? I have a few WWE pop vinyls. So. I got a Peter Dinklage pop vinyl. Is it smaller? And I adore it. It is. That's so great. Isn't it great? <laughs> and you said three dollars. Three bucks. First of all, I've wasted three dollars on much, much dumber things than this. Yeah, isn't that great? This is awesome. Three dollars. I want one for three dollars. I'm only through season two. They're at American Greeting Cards at the mall. They were on sale for like three bucks. That's awesome. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of them there. Who gives you flack? Uh, some people at work. I don't like that. The same wonderful person, though, who made our brand new logo. If you haven't seen it yet, check it out up on our Facebook page, yes. which is Robbie. What's our Facebook page? It is Facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie. Facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie. Check it out. Uh, you can see our new logo. Logo. Big thanks to Lisa for yeah, uh, making great. that logo. It is awesome. And it is we great. love it. It is love it. Two guys, two drinks, two snacks. As we dive into our first drinks of the day, as we uh, made a little... Uh, packed last week that we would go non-beer because i think since the show uh came on other than like the first week i think we've had beer yeah all beer each and every week so i said hey let's mix it up a little and uh, we went non-beer this week uh robbie what did you bring us i i just got decided to go a little retro and i haven't had one of these in probably 20 years let me tell you i also went retro did you oh that's cool okay it worked out so i actually got yoohoo yoohoo and in a little sippy cup, you know, like the little straw, the little sippy boxes. Yep, it's like a juice box, but and, it's you who. And the funny thing is, Mike actually asked before we came in. He's like, "Is there milk in this?" And I said, "Well, I don't think so because it sits on the shelf." Well, first of all, it says you who chocolate drink. Yeah, and I'm thinking, well, if it sits on the shelf, it can't have milk in it. And but... when you say sit on the shelf, you mean sit on a non. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, shelf. sitting. Yeah, sitting. In the normal non-refrigerated section, and the first thing it says contains milk, milk and soy. Milk and soy. Well, it does not the first thing it says. Well, no, that's true. There's a hundred other. It says non-fat dry milk, so I don't know how much actual milk is in this. Yeah, I just thought it was always chocolate water. Yeah. But... I haven't. You're right. You you mentioned that you haven't had YooHoo in probably- uh, 20 years. Tw- it's probably 20 years for me as well. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean- I. I don't even know what this tastes like anymore. I don't know I, either. I have no idea. It, but it is it is rich in calcium and vitamin D. So that's who we're looking out for ourselves. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, we're looking out. All right, go ahead. Jive right, in there. Uh, Robbie's first sip of YooHoo in 20 years. Now, before you tell me if this is good or not, do you have fond memories, bad memories, or no memories of YooHoo? Not, not really. Uh, kind of neutral. Not true. I mean, I my grandmother used to get it for me. Um not like I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me dive in here. So what what would you say about it? It's definitely not like chocolate milk. It is definitely a chocolate drink. I don't taste the milk. I mean, it's not bad. No. I, mean, I prefer chocolate milk. Here's what it tastes like. <laughs> Do you remember the powdered Nestle Quick? That's it. It's like if you put powdered Nestle Quick in a glass that you fill like an eight-ounce glass, half with skim milk yeah. and half with water. And then you put the quick mix in there with the rabbit, whatever the hell that rabbit's name yep. was, and you mixed it up. That's exactly what it tastes and, like. And you know, I mean, it definitely. I mean, it, it it does taste the same. Now that I'm drinking it more, I mean, it, this is yeah. exactly how it tasted. I mean, when you're a kid, though, it's like chocolate water, so you love it. What was your go-to drink as a kid? Because I I got mine. I can tell you what it was. Wow, I think um, high C. High C. High C. No, no, no. Um, High C and Sunny Sunny Delight. Sunny Delight. Yes. Sunny Delight was my yep. go-to drink. Mm-hmm. We had, I went through, it's amazing that I don't have diabetes, because I went through <laughs> so much Sunny Delight as a kid 
that it is just it is just repulsive. And my mu- my grandmother, God bless her soul. I remember when we used to ride bike and play outside all the yeah. time and not come in until, you know, like, kids, you should try this, you know, <laughs> on the bike and outside. She used to fill my sippy cup, you know, like my sports bottle on my bike with Sunny D. Sunny D? Because, you know, on the TV, all yep. the kids were drinking that. Oh, that's a good thing to drink while you're outside sweating and stuff. But, yeah, not so much. <laughs> Sunny D. You, you'd hear uh, Robbie would get the uh, drink uh, glass, drink bottle full of Sunny D, and this is what you'd hear. <laughs> Yeah, very exciting. All my friends had water. Yeah, jealous little jerks. Jealous little jerks, and Robbie had a big bottle of Sunny D. I love Sunny D. Sunny D, and uh, it wasn't orange juice, but I think it might have been the Clover Farms orange drink. Oh, I remember the yeah to go along with the Clover Farms icy tea. I'm a little jealous. I wanted to bring this up. I'm a little. I'm I'm jealous. I'm currently sporting a a bright orange Clover Farms icy tea T-shirt. That I won, or I didn't win it. My wife won it in an online contest, and she got me a large. I entered the same contest, Robbie. Ask me what size I ordered in the contest that I entered. Small. Double XL. <laughs> Just for you. Really? So if I win, okay. you are getting a oh, Clover Farms let me, let me tell you something ICT right now. t-shirt. Like, that is one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. It's a great t-shirt. I go through two gallons of ICT a week. It's fantastic. I mean, diet ICT, but still ICT nonetheless. Same stuff I have in my fridge. Mm. I love that you brought this Yoohoo, kind of a retro thing uh, from back when we were kids. And you also brought a snack that uh, is very uh, kid-like. Yeah, this is, this really, I haven't had one of these probably the same time as a Yoohoo, probably 20 years, a handy snack. I'm going to tell you something. I have never in my life had a handy snack. Really? Never. We didn't. We. I was not a lunch packer as a okay. kid. Uh, and uh, when we did pack lunch, handy snacks were not in my mom's uh, shopping arsenal. I mean, because these are really cheap, and they were even cheaper twenty years ago. I mean, they were like a dollar a box. So explain to people who don't know what is a handy. So snack. So a handy snack is a little, maybe three inch long by one inch wide plastic container, and it's, it has a little pulley plastic uh, uh, lid, and it has a compartment with, and it is. Real cheese, apparently. Real cheese. Real cheddar cheese and a little compartment with little cheese sticks. I mean, with little uh, cracker sticks. And they call them, I like how they call them bread sticks in the packaging. And you grab the little stick and you dip it in the cheese and you go away. Now, also, now I couldn't decide whether I wanted, but I also would get for my grandma the little crackers and a little red plastic, uh, like, knife. Yes. And you would spread that. You could smear it. Yep. Mm -hmm. They have those still, too. I remember friends at school having those, and I was very, very jealous. Now, these are just... They're exactly what you think they're going to be. It's it's like cheese whiz, mm-hmm. and then it's just a little uh, like a little you know cracker breadstick, and they're calling them breadstick. I'm going to tell you something right now. I freaking love this. <laughs> I mean, I love these as a kid, and these are so great. I mean, I'm so glad I have a whole box of these. <laughs> I'm going to have this while I watch Born Ultimatum Night. <laughs> there you go. I love it. I absolutely love it. So these are now. If you have to give the YooHoo, we got to rate everything mm-hmm. on a scale yep. of one to a five, as we like to do. What do you give the Yoohoo? For the retro yeah. value. It gets, giving, it gets a ha- I think it gets a half a point extra for retro. Yeah, I'm going to give this a three and a half for my retro value. I'm going to give it a three. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm not too far from you. It tastes like uh, it tastes like 1992, yeah. and I want to hate it, but I just can't. And don't drink these on a deck on a hot day, because no. it's, it's not going to do good for you. But no. if you're, if you're you know, for the retro value, this was, I got 10 of these, because I couldn't find just one. <laughs> 
<laughs> you need to get a case. I got a case of them. And it was like $1.99. Do you remember when it was hot out in Anchorman and uh, Will Ferrell said milk is a bad choice? <laughs> yeah. One of the alternate takes was Yoo-Hoo was a bad yep. choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not bad. They're not great. They're just what they are. They're Yoo-Hoo. And uh, it's fun to drink them because I haven't drank out of a juice box that I was going to drink that I wasn't like finishing up my kids yep. in probably... And I'm not exaggerating. Thirty years. I mean, this. I mean, twenty years has taken me back of you know being just my grandmother filling the see I've fridge n- with crap. I've <laughs> never had YooHoo in a box. I always had YooHoo out of the bottle. Yeah, yeah. I I never knew when they made the little bottle here. I always had the little glass, and they're glass, but you know the little glass bottles. Yeah. So. And I'm going to give the same score to the uh, to the snacks here, the handy snacks. It's just I'm not a big cheese whiz guy, mm-hmm. so it's kind of lost on me. It was good. I didn't I didn't hate it. I'm going to give it a three. I'm giving it a four and a half. I know you are. I knew you're going to give it a four and a half. I mean, seriously, this is this is almost perfect. Speaking of things that come in bottles, my drink, and I've heard a lot about these. I have never had these. Um, do you remember back in the day when soda came? Uh, in a glass bottle for a nickel. I do. It was also made back in the day with real sugar, like not uh, any kind of processed mm-hmm. sugar, real cane sugar. They don't make soda here in the States made with real sugar anymore. Nope. The real sugar soda that is sold in your stores is normally labeled as Mexican Coke. I know. I see. Yeah, I, see I bought us oh, a bottle that. of Mexican Coke in the glass bottles for us to enjoy. Now, I, in my life, as far as I know, as an adult, have never had real sugar soda. It has been since, I mean, we had real soda here that uh, very first show when mm-hmm. you brought the yep. 1830s Pepsi or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Uh, that was probably the first time in 20 years that I had real soda. Wow. So this is the first time that I've had real sugar soda maybe ever we, in my life. Yeah, we were doing a diet soda for a while there. And I'm I'll, all diet And soda. I'll tell you, I mean, because the whole aspartame thing, we were yeah. getting headaches, and then someone suggested switch, and we switched. And then, But I don't try to drink soda at all because it's just— I drink way too much soda. Yeah, we try not to buy it. And then we have parties. We have, you know, 10 cases left. But Here's what I'm going to say. Digress. Just opening the bottle. Mm-hmm. My favorite part of soda is the carbonation. Yeah. And I open the bottle— and there's no carbonation. That there's no visible carbonation. Yeah, it didn't even like fr- flare up. You know, like you normally. So I'm a little worried about that. But uh, go ahead and uh, cheers. Dive right in there. Let me know what you think. And I'm smelling it. And my gosh, does that smell sweet? My good gosh. I'm telling you what. What? That's amazing. You like it a lot? Because it is really sweet, though. If you're not used to real soda, I mean, it's really sweet. But you can tell the difference between this Coke. Oh yeah, you can. And. American Coke. That is super sweet. And let me tell you, the carbonation is there. It's a little, the carbonation is a little bit less yeah. than your normal carbonation that you get from a soda here in the States. Oh. But I'll tell you what, there's something about drinking out of a glass. There is. It's like drinking beer Co- out of I a mean, bottle. Glass, yeah, yeah. It's, that's, that's awesome. And by the way, this is ice cold. And, and uh, by the way, folks, we both went with the retro. We don't really consult each other with the snacks. We just do our own thing. Yeah. And we both went retro here. And that's just special. That is special. I mean, that's, that's a special bond. That's here what we like to call boys. a connection. Mm-hmm. So if you had to give, uh, let's do my snack first mm. here. Uh, I Again, it's too sweet for me, only because I, I don't have a lot of uh, pure sugar stuff. He's still, by the way, digging into his handy snacks. I'll tell you here. what. Put the breadstick in okay. the cheese whiz, and then and, and that gets rid of the that and wash sweet. it down. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna dive into this now. Look, every day I'm a man of habit. I'm a man of uh, repetition. Mm-hmm. Each and every day during the summer, I have the exact same lunch, <laughs> and then each and every day during the winter, I have the exact same lunch. 
During the winter, I have soup out of a can, pour it in a bowl, heat it up, eat it. Afterwards, I have some Cheez-Its, mm-hmm. and then I have some yogurt. Okay. That's my lunch in the winter. Mm-hmm. In the summer, I make a salad, then I have some Cheez-Its. <laughs> and some yogurt. Then I eat some yogurt, <laughs> and that's my lunch in the summer. Okay. So I eat regular reduced-fat Cheez-Its. Mm-hmm. I like the reduced-fat more than I like the regular. Cheez-Its are just great. Cheez-Its are wonderful. They're awesome. I eat, and I eat. I count how many cheeses I eat. I'm a nerd. This is what I do. I have a problem. Uh, deal with it. All right. I have never had these because I don't really sway from the normal Cheez-Its. These are Cheez-It Grooves Hot and Spicy Ooh. Cheddar. We now, like we like the hot and spicy. I know how we both enjoy the hot and spicy. Can you grab us some uh, paper towels right there? Sure can. And by the way, I'm taking a whiff of these, and these smell hot and spicy. Let me put a couple on a paper towel for you right here. Couple Cheez-Its there. I'm looking for. I, I love Cheez-Its. I don't know what the whole grooves thing is, uh, why that makes it special, but we got some Cheez-Its grooves here. And how about Cheez-Its taking up most of the Cracker Island now? I know. Cheez-Its. I mean, if our own whole Florida ceiling, Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its is now a monopoly. It is. I'll tell you why I'm upset by this because I am a fan of the cheese nips. Mm, so you don't like the nips as See, much. See, I as like the, the nips okay. more well, than the its, oh, and uh, I I prefer the cheese nips. But again, I like the reduced fat. And they stopped carrying every grocery. By the way, I mean every grocery store in the uh, in Pennsylvania no has nips. stopped carrying reduced fat cheese nips. Well, I'm telling you this right now. This is crispy like a chip. It does so have that crispiness. If you like, you know, you miss your chip and you're trying to lay off those fried. This is this is this kind of gives you that um, that substitution. And they're spicy. They're good. Yeah, they got a good kick. Uh, again, I don't see what the actual grooves uh, do, but you know what. It's good. Very tasty. I'll tell you what, it goes good with the Coke. Really good. I'll wash it down with a little uh, Mexican Coke. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, ranking the Mexican Coke, scale of um, one to five, what do you got? I'm giving this a five. Like, seriously, like this to me. I'm giving this a five. <laughs> I don't know what that noise was, but it was great. <laughs> I thought it was going to be something else. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> so you thought you gave it a five? I mean, because I think... <laughs> I think this is the perfect summer because it's been so hot here lately. This is perfect for me. A I get five. A, I'm going to five. This is a perfect drink. That might be our first five. This is, my, this is our first five. That might be our first five. How about the uh, Cheez-It Grooves? I'm giving them a, a 375. 375. Yeah. I'm going to give the Coke. I can't give it a five. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give the Coke a good 375 like you did. Okay. Three and a half, 375, mm-hmm. bordering on four. And I will give the Cheez-It's. Just because I do love Cheez-Its, I will give them a four. Yeah. I just think the Coke is just perfect in them. The glass bottle, it's from Mexico. Why not? It's for fresco, <laughs> according to the bottle. Yeah, it's it is. It's great. It oh. is actually Mexican Coke, as it is bottled by the uh, Coca-Cola company in Mexico. So there you go. Those are our snacks today. We will take pictures. We'll post them on our Facebook page. And uh, you can get on out there and enjoy the same stuff we've enjoyed right here on the 222 Podcast with Mike and Robin. I'm going to do a quick shout-out to uh, Nick Dangler, one of our Facebook followers, is actually posting pictures while he was in the grocery store. Nick Dangler. Nick Dangler. And he was giving us some uh, snacks uh, suggestions. I saw those pictures. Yeah. So And he was picking up the spicy stuff because he knows we like spicy. So I'm going to give him a little shout-out there. Thanks for that. Keep them coming. Everyone, if you see something in the grocery store or something you tried over the weekend. And we'll definitely try those. Yeah, let us know. All right, there you go. So just to run it down, we had Yoohoo in the uh, little juice box form. We had the Handy Snacks Premium. 
mm-hmm. baby. Then we had the Mexican Coke in the glass bottle and Cheez-It Grooves Hot and Spicy Cheddar. So uh, try them, love them, and uh, let us know what you think. A couple more things to get into here before we call it a night on this seventh episode of the 222 Podcast with Mike and Robbie. Um, I mentioned this at the top of the show. You hear a lot about pranks that people pull. And a lot of the time, it's not pranks. It's people vandalizing other people's property, and they think it's a prank. Yeah. Now, there was a prank pulled by a 21-year-old in Wisconsin, and he did so to his mom. Now, if you're going to pull a prank on your mom, there are a couple things that you need to make sure of. You need to make sure that, one, your mom has an awesome sense of humor. You need to make sure of that. And two, it can't be too overboard. No. And my big things with pranks are that... Everyone involved in said prank, even the person you're pulling the prank on, should, when it's all said and done, enjoy the prank. There should be some giggles by even the person who had the prank pulled on them. I believe that's the pranky. Yeah. If you're the pranker, the pranky should also, once everyone cools down and realizes what's happening, should enjoy the prank. And not have a $500 bill or a pair or exactly. something. And, you know, that, yeah, exactly. So let me tell you what this 21-year-old in Wisconsin did. His name's Kevin. He went around his parents' house, and if you go to a house of a mom and a dad who have, like, 19, 21-year-old kids, there are a lot of family pictures. Yep. There are pictures everywhere. And those pictures, while they're great to look at when you're visiting, to the people who live in said house, those pictures just become part of the background of the home. Yep. You're not looking mm-hmm. or you're not walking around and, 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 and physically, like, gazing at these pictures and enjoying them. They're just there as part of the decoration of the house. Yeah. So he went around to all the family pictures and uh, swapped some of them out with pictures of actor Steve Buscemi. (laughs) Now that's hilarious. And his sister, his sister, who is 19 years old, documented the entire flipping thing on Twitter. That's awesome. And it took mom... A good couple days to figure out what the heck was going on. And once she figured it out, she had a good laugh and, of course, enjoyed it as much as they did. But the pictures are out of this world. (laughs) And I was talking about this today on the radio show. I'm like, this is fantastic. I'm going to do this to someone in my life. Like, if my mom's listening right now, obviously I can't do it to my mom this weekend. But in eight months, she's older. She'll forget. And I'm going to be able to do this to my mom in, like, eight months. Or... And this hit me during the show. My mother-in-law is in Huntington. Uh, my mother-in-law does not listen uh-huh. to this or my radio show. Yeah. I can totally do this to my mother-in-law because she's got four kids. Who would there you, are pictures everywhere. Who would you pick, though? Well, let me tell you. I was trying to come up with somebody better than Steve Buscemi, mm-hmm. and honestly, I couldn't. Yeah, that's but good. My uh, fill-in this morning on the radio show who was helping me out, he suggested Christopher Walken. Oh, good one. Which is right up there. That's a good one. And then we had a caller maybe play the Trump card, and I'm not talking about Donald Trump. Uh-huh. She suggested Marty Feldman. Marty Feldman. Who's that? Igor and Young Frankenstein. <laughs> Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. That's Peter a- Dinklage. <laughs> yes. Yes. There are so many beautiful things you can do and change pictures in your home. This is so simple. This is a prank. No one gets hurt. There are no – look, you don't you don't like rip the pictures up after you take them out. You either put the uh, picture of the actor in front 
of the brand new pic in front of the old picture, or you just take them out and put them to the side. But this this has to be done. We all have to do this to someone special in our lives. Yeah, I'm gonna. Man, I'll have to do this to Leah sometime. So Leah just hopefully she doesn't listen to the show. She probably won't. She listens like the first ten minutes and then just, just doesn't listen to the rest. I but mean, that would be awesome. Look at these. There's two pages of pictures there. They are outstanding. And it's, by the way, Steve Buscemi. He's a looker. Here's why it's a genius choice. <laughs> because, yeah. That's what's great. Because not only is he not your, he's not your standard, uh, you know, chiseled good looks of a leading man in Hollywood. But he's had some parts where they've made him look goofier than he actually looks. Yeah. <laughs> and I see that. He he's doing it gradually too. Like he'll replace one or two. Yeah, he like, didn't take all of them. The key is to yeah. do if there's if there is. I'm, I'm gonna say that if there's like thirty pictures in the house, you do like three or four, mm-hmm. and you do the ones that aren't quite at eye level. Like that's the genius. On the one picture here, there is the uh, array of different like graduation photos, and they're all uh, there's uh, three of them. One is probably like forehead height if you're standing next to it. The other is eyeball height. And the one below the one that's forehead height is probably like chest height. No one looks at the chest height picture. Nope. That's the one he replaced. Yep. With the picture of Steve Buscemi, uh, it looks like appearing uh, on a red carpet of a Tonight Show and has zero makeup on and the flash just completely washed him out. Like he's barely there. <laughs> it's perfect. It, it is it, so it, awesome. See, the funny thing is, I, I actually broke one of Leah's picture frames. She does one of those montages, you know, like the sixth little thing with the glass. Yeah. And I knocked it off the wall. I think it was Karen's on the steps, and it broke. So um, I didn't feel like replacing it, so I just hung it back up. <laughs> just hang it back up. Three months. She just figured it out two days ago. <laughs> See, no one looks at No pictures. one looks at it. If you live in the house, no one is looking at the pictures in the house. It's just, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not no. trying to admit you, you should have pictures of your family in your house. It's a great thing to the have. The first time, like, you're new to someone's house, you probably look at yeah. them. And then, okay, that's the same crap. You're not changing this three, no. you know, like every three weeks. So we, I, I'm absolutely going to do this. I might go Peter Dinklage. But I, I'm telling you, I, I'm I, Marty Feldman. <laughs> it just doesn't get better than or like. What about like Yoda? Marty like, Feldman. I just looked at your Yoda bobblehead. Like, put like <laughs> a little Yoda in every one of them. Well, maybe that'd be two because that's not a person, so that would probably stick out. Just all you have to do is spend three minutes Google Marty Feldman. Oh my god! That and then is awesome. look through pictures of Marty Feldman on Google Image. <laughs> you. This could be an evening. You get. <laughs> He's eating a big carrot. You get yourself a bottle of beer, a box of cheese at Grooves, and you just you just scroll through pictures of Marty Feldman and someone. My favorite one, Robbie. Do you remember? There's a very famous picture. It's popped up on all the entertainment websites of Jennifer Lawrence. This is probably maybe the first or second Hunger Games movie. She's in a red dress. She looks mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Some genius put Marty Feldman's face. On Jennifer Lawrence's body and hair. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, that's one you throw in there as well. <laughs> I feel so bad for Jennifer Lawrence right now. Well, these pictures, we'll put that picture up on our Facebook page as that's, well. That's going to be the pod bean. That's going to be the yep. uh, picture for yep. the episode. Yep. Uh, Facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie. Seriously, people, if you do this, if you do this. We need pictures. Yes, please. You need to send them to our email address, 222MNR at gmail.com, or post them on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie. You can also tweet them uh, at Mike and Robbie. Yes. It is some of the greatest. This is the greatest. This, quite frankly, is the greatest prank 
I have ever seen completed in my That's life. That's funny. It's fantastic. Uh, a couple more things to uh, dive into real quick. Uh, Sharknado 4, The Fourth <laughs> Awakens, which is, by the way, I, I don't even care if the movie's bad. <laughs> yeah. The name is fantastic. Yeah, it, I was watching SmackDown actually on Tuesday night, and I saw the promos running, and it has like the, the scrolling, you know, like opening like Star Wars and stuff. And, oh, my God. And, and Tara Reid and... The guy from 90210 is in it. Ian Zeering. Oh, my God. It just... I don't think I've ever watched a Sharknado. You've never seen a Sharknado? I've never, but They're I They're life-changing. It is... It's hilarious. I you should just, come over Sunday night and we'll watch I Sharknado. I think that would be good because it's just... It cracks me up. It is wonderfully bad. So, uh, check that out. We'll talk about it next week here on the uh, show, uh, 222, with Mike and Robbie. A couple more things to get into real quick because uh, they're happening uh, this weekend. Do you remember the uh, tight walk high wire shows with a guy who has no net and he's going to walk across like the two buildings in Chicago or the Grand Canyon yeah. and it's a big deal because they got to put it on delay because yeah. he could die. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a whole new show coming up. It has nothing to do with the type wire, the high wire guy, but this is crazy. Uh, first of all, uh, I did the indoor skydiving thing. That was a lot of fun, but I am never ever in my life going to be jumping out of of airplane and doing actual skydiving. That's never going to happen because there's no good reason to do it. Well, on Saturday night, an hour-long live TV special is going to be on Fox that is going to lead up to a hold-your-breath two minutes in which a veteran skydiver is going to leap out of a plane at 25,000 feet. Now, you're like, why is that going to be on network TV? Skydivers jump out of planes every day at 25,000 feet. Well, guess what? This Yahoo is not going to be wearing a parachute. What? He's going to jump out of a plane at 25,000 feet, and no, he's not going to be wearing a wingsuit either. He's going to be jumping out and trying to land in a 10,000-square-foot net that's 20 stories high. That's insane. According to him, that's high enough so he won't hit the ground, but it's also designed that it won't bounce him back out. This is going to be on live TV, obviously on a delay. They've tested it with a 200-pound dummy, but it didn't work the first time they tested it. The dummy crashed through the net. Hopefully, they have worked out the kinks, if you will. But they're going to do this tomorrow night on Fox, Saturday night, and uh, he's going to jump out and give this a try. He's 42 years old, no parachute, just going to try to land in this net. Now, why you would do that, I have zero idea. I hope they're paying him well because it's, I mean... It's literally the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. I just don't understand. I I mean, I get you people have a rush, but can't you just jump out of a plane? I mean, isn't that a rush enough with a parachute? I guess it's come to the point now where that's not enough and you need to go sans parachute. Mm, It's crazy. And uh, real quick, we'll wrap things up. I always like to bring a little wrestling for Robbie because Mm. no one, as I said numerous times, no one loves the wrestling like Robbie Lessig and uh, Sports Illustrated, which you normally you normally don't think is going to jump in to the uh, wrestling business. They ranked the 101 top wrestlers of all time. Now, wow. don't worry. We're not going to go down all 101. <laughs> I will tell you that number 101 was Mike the Miz. Ooh. He was 101. Oh, well, okay. Glad he made the list. He's good. Here are your top 13. Now, Mike, why are you starting with 13? Because I think 13, 12, and 11 – are pretty good. I don't want to leave them out. Mm-hmm. Number 13. Now, give me a quick 10-second synopsis on each of these guys. Okay. Number 13, Chris Jericho. Oh, great on the mic. Great in-ring. Veteran. And you tell me yay or nay on him being in the top 13. Uh, Yeah, that's good for him. That's good for him? Mm-hmm. All right. Number 12, Rowdy Roddy Piper. I would have probably said top 10 because he's one of my favorites. 
but it's still good. Still good. Number 11, The Macho Man, oh, Randy yeah. Savage. One of my all-time favorites. Probably would have said top 10 with him, too, but hey, All right, so good. and now we get into the top 10, mm-hmm. so you tell me who you would have removed okay. to move those two back <clears> in. Number 10, the legend, Andre the Giant. Uh, Yeah, I, I would have probably taken swapped him with Piper. Okay. Yep. So but you so, would have put Andre the Giant outside yes, of the top 10. Yeah. Number 9, Sting. Uh. He's good there. He's an icon. You like him at number nine? Yep, you have good. no problem with him inside the top ten? No. All right. Number eight. Hulk Hogan comes in number eight on this list. He should be higher. He should be higher? He should be higher. All right. You got to tell me who you'd move then. Number seven, John Cena. He should be higher. All right. Number six, Dusty Rhodes. Perfect there. All right. So somebody in the top five, two of them. Have to be removed. Okay? Okay. Number five on the list. Are you ready for this? Yep. The Undertaker. Um, Hogan should definitely be top five and not Undertaker. So you'd move Undertaker up a little bit. Yes. <clears throat> Number four, The Rock. He's Yeah, that's perfect where he's at. Num- I think you're gonna have problems here because you got to move too. one of these top three out. Who am out. I moving out for? Who am I moving in? Uh, Cena. So I'm taking Cena out. I mean, I want Cena out of the top ten. You want him out of the top out ten? Of the top ten. Okay, so never mind that. Yes, yeah, so I want him out of the top ten. All right, then you're good. Number yeah. three. Stone Cold, Steve Austin. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know who's one and two, but I mean, he needs to be the top three. I mean, because he is the best. Number two. Okay. Shawn Michaels. Uh, I would probably swap him in Austin. And number one. You want to take a guess here? Has to be Flair. Ric Flair. Yep. You okay with that? That's my boy. I love Ric Flair. Yep. I would definitely have him in number one. That's what I would have said all along. So give me your top five real quick. Your top five. I would have said uh, Flair, Austin, Hogan, Michaels, Rock. There you go. There you go. But uh, they said... Jericho 13, Rowdy Rowdy Piper 12, Macho Man Randy Savage 11, Andre the Giant 10, Sting 9, Hogan 8, Cena 7, 6, Dusty Rhodes, 5, The Undertaker, The Rock at 4, Stone Cold, Steve Austin at 3, Shawn Michaels at 2, and Ric Flair at 1. You're good with the rest of that, though? I'm good. I think that's good. There's a few names I'm surprised that aren't on there. Like who? Like Bret Hart, I'm surprised. He's probably top 15, I would say. Bret Hart comes in at number 16. Okay, Triple H, maybe. Triple H, number 22. Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero, he's on the list of 101, but he's not in the top 25. So, you know, there's a few names there, but... Good list. Good right. list. Yep. Check it out. That is also up on, uh, we can post that link up on our uh, Facebook page as yeah, well. I'll definitely. send it over to you. Facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie. Lots of good things to uh, check out. You're also going to put up there pictures of all the uh, food, all the drinks that we had tonight as we do each and every week, Robbie. Yep. And we're going to pick a winner. Uh, we'll post that today, too, to get our snack and drink. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I gave it a few weeks. I gave it seven episodes. So I gave you guys all a fighting chance to like and share. And do how many <laughs> entries do we have in said contest? Uh, we have a few. <laughs> I don't know the exact number, but there's actually there's, I mean, there's a pretty good amount. So whoever's liked our page, we'll, uh, we'll pick a winner. So. All right, sounds good. That's going to do it. Episode 7 in the books, 222 with Mike and Robbie. Hey, if you're going to pull that prank, don't forget about us. Yes. It's- hilarious also 
Check out Brain Dead. Watch the bugs with me so I'm not the only one freaking out. Robbie, what do you want to say to these people? Hey, thanks for listening. Check out our social media because you probably know the page, the websites and the pages better than I do. So. It's at Mike and Robbie on Twitter, <laughs> Facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie. You can also email us 222 mnr at gmail.com we'll be back next week with a whole new episode thanks for listening share it on facebook tell your friends help spread the uh, uh, uh the infection i guess that is the kings of the facebook world. the kings he keeps saying that every time he says it i was like oh don't do that all right we got to get out of here have a great weekend everybody we'll see you next week yep i could hang on i wonder if i Let me go.